What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? Before we begin. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a very special day as we are recording. It is uh, Jay's birthday. Everybody wish him a happy birthday. Uh, he is turning 39. Mm. Um, tomorrow, as you are listening to this, yeah. it is Terrence's birthday. That is correct. Uh, everybody wish him a happy birthday. He is turning 68. <laughs> <laughs> I look good for my age, don't I? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I was, I was, I was. As soon as you mentioned Jay's age, I was waiting for that <laughs> for that joke to come for Terrence. Very predictable. Uh, still, uh, yeah, I will be thirty-eight. I mean, oh, you're younger okay. than the rest of y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> not, 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 not younger than me. <laughs> yeah, sir. that's true. Yeah, that's right. What are you like? Three years younger than us? Uh, yes, that is correct. Hmm. Three, okay. three, and a, three and a half years specifically. <laughs> I want to. I want to just point out for the record. Um, <laughs> so let's get right into it. Uh, I, I guess the only one. Well, it's not exactly that I've been playing something new, uh, but I wanted to talk about more season of the Drifter in Destiny Two and why this might be the best storytelling that the Destiny franchise has ever done. Hmm. Um, so what they added this week that wasn't in the first week is the allegiance quest as well as the invitation, uh, from the nine. So the allegiance quest allows you to basically side with the drifter or with the Vanguard, the drifter, of course, being the, the, uh, overseer of the gambit mode. Uh, but he's a very shadowy character in destiny. Uh, he has, he is the most interesting character that destiny has ever, has ever had. In, in the in the game series so far. Hmm. And uh like like the lore they've put out about him so far is super interesting. Um so this allegiance quest so the way that they started the season is they had these letters going to to the postmaster for you from uh this warlock named Anor who's the head of the Praxic Order and you don't need to know much about that except to know that they're basically like the CIA of the Guardians essentially. And this person's been trying to nail down the Drifter because she thinks the Drifter is the most dangerous threat to the Guardian Order and to humanity that currently exists, even more than any any Taken or Savathun or anything like that. And the she's trying through McConaughey of the Destiny yeah. universe. Well, so but here's the thing: so she's sending you these letters, like here's some crazy shit that he's doing. Watch how cozy you get to him. Well, after you get five of these letters, and and there's still seven more pieces of lore you can get from her. You're, you're asked to make a choice. And the Drifter base is like, hey, you with me or are you with those guys? And there is – so basically depending on what you choose, there is a unique quest line that you can embark on. Uh, there is a permanent choice that the Drifter will remember. If you choose to side with the Drifter, then you won't get to see the rest of that lore from this warlock who's trying to like warn you away from this person. And then there's weekly rewards that you'll get um, depending on which side you support uh, from somebody. But the reason it's interesting is because so I, I did this. I sided with the Drifter because the Vanguard pissed me off after how Zavala tried to keep me from, you know, avenging Cade being forsaken. I didn't forget that. <laughs> I totally remember that. And, like, and, and the Drifter, like, he's I don't trust the Drifter implicitly either. But I feel like he's an interesting fellow. So I decided to side with him on my Hunter. And... 
he sends you on this quest, and the quest line stuff is pretty, you know, run of the mill things. But uh, eventually, you get to this mission where you have to go around the EDZ picking up these uh, audio tapes that he's left for you, and those tapes are some of the most interesting exposition given to his character um, so far, and it, 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 it kind of nukes some of the assumptions that I had about him, and you know, opens my mind up to some interesting questions. So that's a really effective way to do this. I don't know what else lies in store for the Allegiance quest, um, but obviously they're setting the table. And if you guys remember the rumor that came out a couple months ago with Destiny 3, um, and who knows how true this is going to be or end up being, but that Destiny 3 was going to have light guardians and dark guardians. And Mm -hmm. I wonder if that rumor had any validity to it, if this is the beginning of kind of choosing your path Hmm. for that, whether you realize it or not. Um, you also find out that dredging title that everyone's rolling around with in the tower because they're because of their gambit prowess mm-hmm. uh, has some negative connotations that nobody realized when they were grinding after this thing. <laughs> so that's also pretty interesting. I mean, it's called dredging. Like it's, it's true. It's like if you knew the lore, like you shouldn't. I mean, you probably didn't think anything of it. But the other thing that's been interesting. So so Zer uh, finally is useful for something other than selling you exotics that you already own, and that is. <laughs> This week, he has the Invitations of the Nine. So this is going to be a nine-week um, story thing that Zer is going to have a new invitation every week. And when you get the invitation from him, you have to go do some some uh, banal tasks and, and knock them out real quick. It only took me about 45 minutes to do what I had to do for the Nine. But then you get to go visit the Emissary of the Nine. <coughs> and she basically has a cutscene for you that shows you how the Drifter uh, came to acquire the Hall uh, on the back of his ship. Like which is the giant like nine world that he hauls around on the back of his uh of his ship. So very interesting, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what's in store because the cutscene is really cool. Uh, if you guys are Destiny players and still playing, I would highly recommend that you. Uh, well, first of all, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's too late. Zer's already gone. You'll have to wait till next week or <laughs> next weekend to to get the invitation. Um, but I would definitely recommend doing that quest because uh, the cutscene is very cool. And it opens up a lot of questions as well because we ha- we've never really learned anything concrete about the nine yet in the Destiny lore, and uh, and it's starting to they're starting to lay the table to give us some information. So so far, easily the best storytelling uh, that they've ever done. Uh, it's still there's still a bit of it if you really want to dive deep. That's in the lore cards that are in the game. Um, so you know some people really don't like the you know reading text. I understand you can't fully voice all that stuff. Um, it's just not really feasible, but yeah, I've, I've, I've been, I'm more intrigued about any aspect of plot in this game now than I ever have been. Um, and I like the story of destiny and I'm like on the edge of my seat, curious to see what they're going to unveil over these next couple of weeks. Uh, A couple of things. One, Mm -hmm. whatever happened to the stranger? Uh, well, we know it's at, we, we, I think it has been essentially definitively proven that that is Elsie Bray, um, Anna Bray's sister. Okay. I don't know whatever happened to her. Um, who knows if they're going to even re- readdress that at some point. Okay. I, I was just, I was just curious. Um, and to, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I really, I would probably get into destiny lore more if it were like an anime, because it seems very, very interesting. But for some reason, I just can't bring myself to play destiny <laughs> right now. Right now. <laughs> like I, I did the catch up quest, the, mm-hmm. the catch up bounties. And then I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you got a lot like... of other games you're playing right now. I understand that. 
I'm playing uh I'm playing Devil May Cry. I'm slowly making my way through it. And my god, man, like I I, I unlock Dante, right? And yeah. I'm like, "Whoa, like this is this is amazeballs." And I only have 4 of the 8 weapons, right? And then I I get to um I I unlock the motorcycle heavy weapon, right? <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is your heavy weapon. I won't be using this often." Uh, and then I unlock, uh, the Michael Jackson fedora and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, like, what the fuck? Okay. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is unique. It's probably a weapon that I'll never use, but if I want to mess around with it, but then like story stuff happens and all of a sudden Dante plays completely differently. Because he gets, he gets, when you first get him, he's got his rebellion sword. And then when you get him, and then like one mission later, he has the, the sword of Sparta, which is the same thing as the rebellion sword, right? Yeah, it's just But bigger. then he, right, it's just bigger and stupider looking, right? <laughs> and, and, and then he gets a brand new sword through story exposition, right? And it completely changes how he plays with that sword. And with his special, like, the game has layers upon layers upon layers. There's two different devil triggers and, what? <laughs> Yo, I I still have not <laughs> wrapped my head around Dante yet. It's fucking ridiculous. And I'm on it's... mission 13 in devil in Dante, I mean, um, Son of Sparta mode. Yo, it's, it's crazy. wild. It's wild. Like, I really need this this bloody palace thing to come out. Yeah, comes up the first. April yeah, 1st. so I can so I can mess around with this character even more, and, I, and I'm not done unlocking this stuff yet. Yeah, I me mean either. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'm not undone. I'm not done unlocking, oh, unlocking the, the weapons. The weapons. <laughs> I think you get so two more. I'm very oh, yeah. curious to, uh, and I I'm found one curious. by mistake. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, okay, that's dope. <laughs> so I'm really curious to see how, because, you know, when I first started Dante, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I like this. I kind of like Nero better. And now that options have opened up, like, fuck them other two, right? Like, I <laughs> like I, I really want to play around with Dante. And the fact that you can switch your weapons on the fly along with, yo, it's so, it's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's like that meme of that woman with all that trigonometry and shit going around. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I just can't do it. But yeah, it's it's fun. So I played that. Uh, I played Destiny <clears throat> to get to uh, to get my Titan up to six forty. Um, those quests will still be there, right? For the other ones. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. All right, they're, they're not going. And and the and the thing with the Zer quest line is that it does take nine weeks to do the the full story but you you won't miss anything like the first week that you go see Zer he'll have the first bounty and the second week that you go see Zer he'll have the second bounty so like it's not like you can still wait on that and still experience it at your own pace but will he have like like do you have to log in just to even pick up the bounty for that week like if no, I don't that's what, that's what I'm saying like so like even if a month from now you go to you like you had you don't play destiny for a month and a month from now you're like oh let me go start this zero quest thing the bounty that he'll have for you will be the first one and oh, then okay. you'll have to wait a week to get the second one and and so on and so forth oh okay all right so they're i i don't think they're gonna let you like binge it 
if you if you yeah. want to at the end, but you you'll you can still you'll still experience it at the sequence that you should. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, oh, by the way, I did also unlock uh, the last word, which is fucking awesome in, in <laughs> PvP. By the way, um, that gun's really good, and it also it like it's so good that. I started sniping also, which is something that I do not do in Destiny, but like it, last word is so much fun to use and you kind of have to pair it with a sniper rifle. Like 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 using anything but a sniper rifle is doing that weapon a disservice. Uh-huh. Um because it it works in close range and it's halfway decent uh at mid-range to anything but Lunasal. Um uh-huh. so that's a lot of fun and I've I'm almost through the hardest bounty or the hardest quest step to get the thorn as well. So I don't I don't have any uh, impressions on that yet because I haven't unlocked it, but I should have it um, by next week probably. Well, have fun with that. Have fun just murdering people five minutes after you shoot them because that's what the hell happens. Uh, apparently, you can two-tap with that in Crucible if you have the perk procced on it. Yeah, so. well, guess what? That's what the <laughs> that's what the thorn was in Destiny 1. Yeah. And, and it fucking... It, it, but you didn't... Yo, it was such... It was such a nuisance. Well, they well, it's not it's not going to be OP in this one because the one thing they did do that people are kind of salty about is they is they really nerfed the range on it. You know what? Good. So it's a goddamn <laughs> hand cannon, man. Like you, you know, you can't shoot from halfway across the goddamn map with it. But uh, okay, very cool. So, but yeah, so Terrence, nothing new for you, just more DMC. I'm assuming and uh, Apex. <clears throat> yeah, those two, and I was looking through. <laughs> I saw you playing something yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I was playing. Um, oh, so did I. Actually, come to think of it, <laughs> yeah, I was playing. What's Agents up with of that? <laughs> playing Agents of Mayhem. It was like five bucks, six dollars, six dollars. Wait, you paid money for that? I thought it was like free at some point. <laughs> on PS Plus. I had, I had, I had, he must just had it sitting in his library. No, I just had a couple extra bucks on my thing. I'm like, oh, this is only six bucks, so I, pu- I, I, I downloaded it. Um, I don't hate it. It's, I mean, I, I didn't think it was a bad game. But it's, it's just it's a boring game. Way different than people probably thought it would be. Um, it's you go on a bunch of missions. There's 12 characters to unlock. Well, it starts out with, I think, like five or six. <clears throat> and you go on a bunch of missions. And then basically you just upgrade your character. It's essentially like a Diablo game. Without like picking up loot. It's just like upgrading your character and then like kind of specking them out to fit. Um how you want to play them. Um, that's it. That's literally all you fucking do. And the story so what you're is saying like, is, yeah. So it'll be your, it'll be your number five game. of, of <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just, it's not offensive. It's just like very, it's everything is like, you do the same shit throughout the entire game, but like playing with the different characters is fine. It's, 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 it's there. I don't hate it. Like it's just something to throw on if you want to play something for like thirty minutes at a time. Uh, it's not as terrible as people thought it was. It's just not what people thought it was going to be. I don't uh, know what the fuck they thought it was going to be. I don't know what the fuck so I thought it was. Did they be. did they think it was uh, so? So you're so you're telling me it's kind of like the Battleborn for Volition <laughs> Studios, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much, and it's single player. That's the other thing. Like. It probably would be a little bit better if you if it was multiplayer, but they have it single player and you swap between three characters at any given time. Like you put you pick a squad of three and then you go on the mission and you can switch between the three characters 
because they all have special abilities and shit like that. And it's kind of like pairing those special abilities with the the different enemies, which of there aren't that many types in the game, which is a problem. Um, yeah, it's it's whatever. It's just mediocre at best, but it's not terrible. Had I spent sixty bucks, I'd have been pissed. <laughs> I'd have been mad as shit. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm it, sure a lot of people were. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Uh, and they fixed some bugs. So yeah, that is a that is a ringing endorsement. Agents of Mayhem worth ten percent of the asking price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh my god! I mean, if you pay six bucks for it, you get what you pay for. I think you get a little bit more than what you pay for because I put more time than I care to like really go into. Because I kind of enjoy it. I just do. I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. Oh, hey, look. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah. I saw it. And look, I saw you playing it. And I was like, oh, I might have to buy this, right? Because Terrence has really good taste in games. And then I looked at it and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want this. Like, I feel like you wouldn't hate it. Like, you'd probably like, I, I oh, probably would. I probably wouldn't. I play a bunch of garbage. What's yeah, the, what's I'm a, and I'm really, really critical. Games. <laughs> and I was what's like, the worst? What's the worst game we could peer pressure Mike into playing that he really wouldn't want to play? Uh, I don't know. You're talking to um, the guy that bought uh, Senran Kagura. That's what I'm so. saying. You already, you already, you already <laughs> played some pretty bad stuff. Uh, I, wonder, no I, wonder, I wonder what. Oh, oh, you know what? Fair enough, because Mike is dead set against playing that nah, game. Nah, it's too late now. More, uh, more, uh, more on that later. You might change your tune yeah. once we get later in the show. We'll see. <laughs> So, uh, so new releases this week. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice comes to the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, this, of course, being the new title uh, from From Software hmm. that uh, many folks are looking forward to. Uh, including yeah. me. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm getting that game. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm getting that game. Please explain. Uh, you you uh, didn't like any of the uh, Dark Souls. To be, honest, to be honest, I never played play any of the other ones. I never played any of the other ones because I didn't like I, I, don't, I didn't like the motif, right? But you were so. But but hang on, that's not the only reason that you didn't play those games. You didn't play those games because uh, of the notoriety that those yeah, games look, have of being massively difficult. Look, I heard those games are 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 one difficult and two. If they're not difficult, you know, it's just a, a pattern recognition. And all right, you got to do the same thing over and over what and over again. What the fuck do you think to, this is going to be? I think this is going to be something a little bit different. Okay. I think I But think I've seen the previews spin, of this uh, game I, and people are like, yeah, you the each each character that you fight has a different pattern and <laughs> what you like, like, out like the, were you con- were you confused and did you think this was Ghost of Tsushima and you're like, "Oh, it's out early. I didn't even know." <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so like, let me let me tell you a fun fact about this game. Okay. You're going to love it. So there's a mechanic in the game that if you continually die over yes, and over I, again at oh, the same I'm part, aware. they actually nerf, nerf your character because they want you to slow the fuck down and approach the situation with a bit more tactical prowess instead yes, of rushing wow. in like a moron trying to hack and slash yes. your way to victory. Really? So they make the game harder when you lose, which is the opposite of how most games typically work that mechanic. You know, interesting. <laughs> you, I think, Terrence, you would really like it. Uh, the honest answer uh, is that I'm half a weeb, so <laughs> anything that's like feudal Japan, like I'm going to buy. Like oh, I bought Lord. Neo 
for some dumb reason. Yeah, mm. it's going to be like Neo. I, I'm just yeah. telling you right now. Like, it's going to be like Neo, and you're going to play it for two hours and be like, this is too hard, and you're never going to play it again. <laughs> uh, here I am supporting uh, developers, and, <laughs> and I'm getting a bunch of flack for it. I won't, I won't stand for that. Mm. You're That's, sitting right now, so yeah, you're right. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> so... The game that Micah probably should have gotten instead of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is American Ninja Warrior oh, Challenge. Oh, fuck off. God damn it. That might be more your speed, honestly. <laughs> They're making a Ninja Warrior game. Sure, why not? It's it's on TV. This this will be for all the folks that bought the, like, the Wipeout video game on <laughs> Xbox 360 when that shit came out. Oh, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, So there's that. Uh, Fate Extella Link coming to PlayStation 4 and Switch, and The Messenger, uh, one of a one of the indie darlings of of 2018, uh, is coming to PS4. Yeah, what the fuck is that? As well, that is. The Messenger. Yeah. Um, it is a very difficult, like Ninja Gaiden esque uh, side scroller. Micah, you won't like it because it has like eight bit graphics. So. Mm-hmm. Nope, don't want it. You're already you're already out on that one. Yep. A uh, couple quick hits of news for you guys. Actually, a few, more than a few quick hits of news. Uh, Jade Raymond, yes, that Jade Raymond, is joining Google uh, as the vice president of Google's game division. Huh. So that's a pretty uh, pretty significant hire, I would say. I, I mean, so she's there. Phil Harrison is there. Uh, Jack Buser, who used to direct PlayStation Now and PlayStation Home, is there. So Google's pretty serious. And tomorrow is their... Uh, is their event where I think they're revealing their new console. So look forward to that. Remember when everyone uh, found out that she was the producer of the first Assassin's Creed and everybody just pitched a fit because yeah, sadly ew, I did. ew girl. And now I sat and now there are like eight mainline Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> yeah, she got, she got, she got a bad rap <clears throat> back in the day just, just because yeah, she she's did, a woman. Man. Yeah, she did. Fuck off. So fuck those people. Uh, Turtle Rock Studios. Uh, has announced uh, Left 4 Dead 3, I mean, uh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood, a new game from Turtle Rock Studios. Uh, that's totally not Left 4 Dead. Yeah. But it is a right. four-player cooperative scenario-based zombie shooter. But it's not Left 4 Dead. It's Back for Back for Blood is the name of the game. Back, the number four, and Blood. <laughs> I honestly thought it was a sequel. It is. It's I not mean, Left for Dead. It is not Left for Dead. How yes, dare you? How <laughs> dare you say that this is uh that this is back that this blood. is it? Like I thought it was Left for Dead colon Back for Blood. No, <laughs> it, it it is it is a brand new game. Micah, here here's the quote from them. Okay, there's an FAQ that Turtle Rock put out about the game. Here's the quote: "Back for Blood is our own brand new original IP. You'll be able to shoot up a lot of zombies like in Left 4 Dead, but there's a whole new lot. But there's a whole lot of new stuff in Back for Blood, which makes it unique." Yeah, that sounds like a 13 year old wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole lot of new stuff. Like nigga, what? <laughs> So and apparently it's Yo, being published on, by yeah. Warner Brothers. Uh, oh there God. is no window for release, but it is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So look forward, <laughs> look, to, look forward to a Back for Blood, stuff. which is definitely not left. No, for it Dead should 3. be Back for Blood: colon, a whole lot of new stuff. 
<laughs> that's what this game should be called because that's that is just poor marketing. Should be called Left for Blood. <laughs> I, so I want to see a trailer. That's all I want to see. Back for Dead. <laughs> that's so stupid. What was the last game they did? Uh, Evolve that four four v one monster uh, monster shooter game. Okay. So. Um, all right. Uh, hold on. Just a couple of quotes here. Um, it's hard. It's hard to overstate what an awesome opportunity this is. Says Chris Ashton, co-founder and uh, design director of Turtle Rock. He continues. We get to return to a genre that was born in our studio with over ten years of additional experience and zombie ideas racked up in our brains. This is the kicker. We are not resting on any past laurels. Added co-founder and creative director Phil Robb, a, a two-first-name guy. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal is to take everything we learn and push forward. We know it's a tall order. Uh, it, it, just the fact that he said we're not resting on any past laurels when we're making the same game. Allow, allow me to peer in <laughs> between <laughs> the lines of that statement, which, which I'm going to look at there. It says, well, our first two games were really successful, and then... We put out Evolve, which was like shitting out a giant turd. So let's go back to what made it <laughs> successful in the first place and make it new Left for Dead. But since Valve doesn't want to make video games anymore, uh, we're going to have to call it something else. Oh, my God. That's amusing. You think this will be like free to play? Oh, no. They said it's a premium game, so it's going to be Is like it? a full $60 experience. Mm, yeah. Okay. According to them. So it's exactly the same. Uh, speaking of putting shitting out a terrible turd and going back to the well that brought you. Borderlands 3 is about to be a secret no more, as uh, Gearbox has done a very overt tease, which suggests that they're going to reveal the game on March 28th uh, at PAX East. I'm very mm. excited. Okay. I, uh, I, will, I will never forget PAX East. It is, uh, it is the, I forget which year, it was the year that Dragon Age 2 came out. And it is when my then fiance told me that she didn't want to marry me anymore and then went off to Boston. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Now, look, it was it was the best thing in the world. <laughs> fuck PAX East. Just like Terrence is like, fuck eBay for some shit that has nothing to do with eBay. <laughs> fuck PAX East. Piece of shit. Uh, they made me purchase that game. Are you excited for Borderlands 3? Not anymore. <laughs> like, it's been too fucking long. <laughs> I just don't care. Um, see, the fact that I'll it's see been a so long is it, what's making me excited. Yeah, whatever. Um, I got to see a trailer. I'm very curious because that, uh, I'm, I'm curious to see if the Borderlands style of humor holds up. Because it's been uh, a very long time. And I'm sure if they have, like, I'm sure if they have uh, a character like handsome jack not exactly like handsome jack but a character that will get people talking i'm sure it'll be fine but i'm just very very curious to see if this is going to be the you know back for blood version of borderlands uh if it's going to be <laughs> land of borders or if it's going to be like if they're going to overhaul or if they if they have like a bunch of brand new ideas. Like I know they have brand new ideas, but like, I think, I think you are going to see a modernized version of what borderlands would be Yeah, with, with both the good and bad that comes 
along with that statement. Uh, Borderlands 3, is it a live service game? That's a great question. And yes. one is pro- probably the best question to ask that I'm sure most people are wondering. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? I'm just going to go out and say it is. Yeah, that's what you I'm probably thinking. You probably aren't wrong, honestly. So, um, yeah. Halo Reach has been added to the Master Chief Collection, which is also now available on PC and Steam. Uh, so, if you have the Master Chief Collection, you are... Well, actually, so it's not quite as cut and dry as that. So, the Halo Reach multiplayer has been added to the Master Chief Collection for free. Uh, but if you want the uh, if you want the firefight mode, which is the horde mode that was very popular, and the campaign, that's a premium add-on. So you have to pay extra for those. Um, but the multiplayer mode is in there uh, by default now. So um, I'd imagine most folks that want Halo Reach want it for the campaign and firefight, and don't really care much for the multiplayer. But maybe there's like an underground. Uh, contingent of folks that are still playing reach online i'm not that <laughs> dialed in with the uh with the series so <laughs> but uh but that's a thing so yeah master chief collection continues getting more content um the latest patch for fortnite has done something a little <laughs> bit interesting wow. so now when if you're doing just general pool matchmaking so you're not playing with friends or you know doing private matches or anything like that now, if you play on Switch, you will only be matched up with folks that are playing on mobile and Switch. And PS4 and Xbox One folks have been siloed separately. They say this is to give a more consistent and better experience uh, for those playing on Switch because apparently um, there, there have been complaints that there's an uneven playing field uh, for those playing on PS4 and Xbox One as opposed to people playing on Switch. Um, is because it, of, I guess the frame rate issues and stuff like that. Is it is it because they they can actually like grip a controller? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably part of it. Uh, the other news is that apparently, if you have the PS4 and Xbox One version, you must opt in to crossplay. And if you opt out of crossplay, then you are only restricted to the creative mode. And the Playgrounds mode, not the regular Battle Royale mode uh, of which that Fortnite is so popular for. That I don't necessarily agree with. Like, I I guess I understand why they're doing it because you might as well. But I don't like taking away that choice from people. Like, if if you want to just play with other people on PS4, I don't understand why that's a problem. Or or if you just want to play with Xbox One folks. Yeah, I I don't know. But I re-downloaded um, Fortnite this past weekend to just try to give myself another shot at it because I, I like Apex Legends so much. Um, I played like three or four games. And the first three games, I uh, died within like 10, like within like a minute and a half <laughs> of all three of those games. But then the third, the fourth game, I did pretty well. I was doing pretty good. I got uh, like some, some pretty... Um, Far shot kills. I got some kills from like across the map. I was doing pretty good. And then uh, I think I was in the top 20 and I was fighting against somebody that was pretty good. <clears throat> I snuck up on him. I got a couple shots off. Uh, and then all of a sudden a bunch of walls went up. Then I was like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't. And then he just came like, he jumped off the, he, he built a fucking house essentially. And then he like jumped off the roof and then like headshotted me. I'm like, I get it now. Click. Fuck you. I was so mad. <laughs> like I can, I can't 
do it. I can't. What do is it. going on in that game? Man? Yo, like, like you take I'm a old. shot at somebody and then bam, you just walls. Like nigga, what? I can't. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like yo, come on, that's not fair. And then meanwhile, he comes, starts shooting back at me, and I'm like fumbling with the controllers. I put one wall up. By the time that that goes up, I'm dead. I'm like, all right. Well, this is like this is I like the it. American. This is like the if an American came up with their version of the biathlon. You know what I mean? Like the biathlon <laughs> is skiing and shooting. Like what the fuck? Right? <laughs> like this is shooting and carpentry. What the yeah, fuck is going on in this game? Fucking ass, <laughs> like a bullet. Like bullets come whizzing by you, and then all of a sudden you got to like, oh, I have crafting materials. I got to throw a wall up. But then you got to use a controller to switch to your goddamn walls and shit. I'm like, oh, I built a floor. Okay, well, oh, a roof on the ground. <laughs> All right. And by that time, it's too late. <laughs> Fuck that goddamn game. You know, just, nah, let me just shoot stuff. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't see how these niggas can do that shit. It's amazing. I told you. it's the, <clears throat> the best point I ever heard about that game was it's popular because a generation of kids raised on Minecraft and Call of Duty now have a game that combines the two together. <laughs> This shit's You're fucking right. Bo- You're right. It's bonkers. Yo. Wow. Like, how do you switch between the two so easily? Like, you build a wall and then, like, no scope me. Fuck you. Go build Go build something in Minecraft and then watch it take you 10 minutes and realize that, like, a seven-year-old could probably build the same structure in 15 seconds. That's how. <laughs> yeah, but, like, both at the same time, you know? Sure. My brain don't function like that. <laughs> it just doesn't, you know? Like, come on. I can multitask. Hey, don't don't, That's don't, too don't sleep. Don't sleep on children. That that guy that killed you was probably twelve. Yeah, I know he probably was. Probably was. Fuck that little nigga, yo. I can't <laughs> wait for that little bastard to grow up and not be able to fucking put string two words together. Because that's what happens when you get old, kids. You you lose any ambidexterity you at once had. You can't think multiple thought processes at the same time. <laughs> It was, it, was, it was very humbling. I, I, I can't do that game. I just can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. It is. So finally, um, a new announcement was made from our good friend Sean Murray at Hello Games. Uh, he has announced that coming summer 19 is the latest update to No Man's Sky, which is going to be called No Man's Sky Beyond. And what is... <laughs> Huh? I could have sworn that was the name of the last. No, ne- next was the last yeah, one. It was okay. called No Man's Sky Next. This is No Man's Sky Beyond. The reason that it's No Man's Sky Beyond is because it is going to include, quote, a radical new social and multiplayer experience which empowers players everywhere in the universe to meet and play together. While this brings people together like never before and has many recognizable online elements, we don't consider No Man's Sky to be an MMO. It won't require subscription, won't contain microtransactions, and will be free. For all existing players, end quote. Micah, is this finally enough to bring you back? They're, they're basically making it an MMO, a free MMO. I'm, I'm very glad that they finally made it through <laughs> their three-year development cycle. Uh, no, 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 I'm not. It's a matter of principle at this point. I'm being like Terrence right now, and I'm putting my foot down. No, can't do it. I was tempted too. I didn't tell y'all this. I was tempted along when that first update came out. I was real tempted. And then I found out you're just walking around gathering resources. 
Nah, man. I'll play Stardew Valley or Farm Simulator or whatever if I want to just gather a bunch of resources. Fuck this game and the stupid promises. <laughs> if I ever do return to the game, I'm going to have to start over, though, because I'm just... If I went back in there, I'd be so fucking lost as to what I was doing. That's a, that's 100% accurate. You'd be like, I, I don't even know, because the resources, the names are different, the way you... It's it's a different game. Yeah, I would need the tutorial <laughs> again. So <laughs> yeah, teach, teach me how to play you again, No Man's Sky. Um, we'll see. I I I checked out Next briefly when it came out, um, but I was still way too deep into Destiny Two to step away from that. Probably going to be the same kind of thing here, especially now you know with Anthem still in the mix because that's summertime is around the time where I would expect new story content to come out for Anthem. So yeah, um, so we'll have to see about that. Uh, but cool. Like I said, I'm I'm glad they're continuing to to uh, make that game awesome, and uh, and I also am glad for folks that stuck with it uh, that they got something cool. So uh, that's it for quick hit news. Before we move on to our one topic this week, uh, a bit of housekeeping. Don't forget to go to YouTube.com/slash Dense Pixels. While you were there, click the red subscribe button and ring the bell icon so you never miss a video that we post. This podcast does go up there every week. Uh, anytime I do live streaming, it is through the youtube.com slash dense pixels page. And we post some other video content up there as well. So again, youtube.com slash dense pixels. Uh, make sure you also subscribe to the premium side of the TNP Studios Network. You can do that by going to densepixels.com slash premium. It is just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. Uh, this week you have waiting for you a three, nearly three hour episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Uh, last week you had a new episode of the Airing of Grievances drop. Uh, expect a new Men with the Golden Tongues at some point here soon, and hopefully a new No Time to Bleed soon as well. Uh, even if you have never checked out our premium stuff before, there's over 300 hours of content awaiting you, uh, a good chunk of it being evergreen content that is not relevant to current events. So again, densepixels.com slash premium. And of course, no matter what podcasting app you use, make sure you subscribe to this show, Nerdpoc- The Nerdpocalypse, uh, Black and Black Cinema, and Coming Distractions so that you get all of the TNP Studios content delivered to you in the middle of the night. Uh, so topic of the week, uh, Terrence, I will pass it over to you because it concerns Apex Legends. Oh, I didn't read it, <laughs> but I already know of it. Uh, so Apex Legends is coming out with what basically what every other um, Battle Royale game is coming out with is a battle pass. Uh, it's I think there are three different or two or three different versions. Um, <clears throat> and well, they're, a new- doing, they're doing some weird stuff with this one. I've, I've, I skimmed over the article. Um, so apparently the way it works is you buy you can buy so let's just say you buy the introductory version of this battle pass um it costs 950 apex coins which is nine dollars and fifty cents yeah that's the one i real world money (laughs) right so and then what you can do is you can actually gain xp and level up your battle pass and leveling up the battle pass will unlock higher tiers of rewards now, if you are a you know guy that doesn't feel like putting the time in, they're also going to make it available that if you pay twenty eight dollars or twenty eight hundred yeah. Apex coins, you can just get the first twenty five levels of the battle pass unlocked right from the get go. I don't know how many levels the battle pass is going to have. Um, the article that I'm reading does not really mention that, uh, but that's I guess an interesting way to go about it. It's, it's, it sounds very EA, if you ask me. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. But it's all cosmetic again. Um, 
It's funny. I was playing. I was playing a little earlier, and Octane is not out yet. I think he's coming out tomorrow. I guess the, the, the battle pass comes out tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, and they already have his like jump pads in certain areas of the map, but you can't pick them yet, <laughs> which, which is kind of fucked up. Um, look, I don't. I just found out about this twenty eight dollar one where it gets you up to level twenty five or whatever. That's kind of. Just, I mean, there are going to be people that pay for it. Um. I'm not. I don't you understand. I mean, you it's didn't pay bucks. for the game. Yeah, I didn't pay for the game. I put. I already gave him twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm about to give him another. About to give him eight. Yeah, about another ten more. I'm about to give him another uh, fucking uh, ten bucks <clears throat> for this battle pass. I mean, I play enough that I know I will probably unlock everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crazy thing is, like everyone that plays this game will probably put in the time to to already to hit that fairly quickly i don't know how long it's going to take i don't again i don't know what it is i don't know how long it takes to unlock these levels or how many levels are going to be but people that are actually like are into the game they will play it and they will unlock these levels i don't know how you do it do you have to win is it based on kills i I guess i'll find all of that out tomorrow uh look well apparently like when you gain xp after a match the xp will both go towards your profile level and and towards this battle battle pass level oh okay so all right. Um, I mean, look, it's almost kind of it's almost kind of like um, the buying the red orbs for uh, Devil May Cry, right? The two bucks, mm-hmm. the two bucks for like two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It's just a fast pass, but I'm not paying an extra twenty dollars for that shit. Kiss my ass, <laughs> or it's like <laughs> no, uh, I'll I'll just work my way to it. That's fine. But again, some people may not have the time or don't want to spend the time, which for this game doesn't really make sense because like one game can last a minute because you die within the first 30 seconds. One game can (laughs) last like no, no, I haven't played a a match in this game longer than 25 minutes. Hmm. And that's really long because that 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 uh, circle closes. It forces the the circle would be like a dot at that point. Yeah, It forces you like nothing is going to last over 20, 20, like almost 20 minutes, actually. Nothing lasts over that much most of the time because the I circle. mean, like I said, I've I've made it down to top three before, mm-hmm. and I've and that was like seventeen minutes, and that was yeah. when again the circle was like, you know, <laughs> like like the diameter of the circle was probably like a hundred meters. <laughs> yeah, it gets if, it, if that, and so. then it gets crazy. It gets it gets super intense. Like that's that's why I like the game because it forces you. Like you can't just sit there. You know, I mean, some people do camp sitting this sit in the middle of the circle and camp until the end. Um. But like battle royal games, they force you to 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 battle it out for a winner. You have to win because it just gets smaller and smaller until it's two feet by two feet, or you just die now, by you, the by the uh, the fucking wall. Now, are you going to pay real money dollars for Octane, or are you going to earn him with your in-game currency? Um, they better let me use the fucking currency of crude. No, they. I'm, I'm sure they will because I don't see why they would have let you do it for the other two characters. And oh yeah, I've got like. One. I got like seventy thousand, yeah. Oh Jesus! Like I'm like a, like if I, I'm like a level one hundred and five. So you just aren't buying unlocks. Then <laughs> you, I can't with your in-game money. You, you can't. Why not? Why not? Because the way the game is the game the way the game is set up, you can't use that shit to unlock anything. You like, have you, to no. You have to be able to no. So you got to use what all like money you get. There's look. There's three different types of currency. There's there's uh, crafting points which you get by unlocking um. The little beacon things. Uh, that's basically getting, you. You unlock the crafting points by unlocking them in the little things they give you, and they ha- they give you those like every like six levels now. 
once you hit a certain level, you don't get them every level anymore. Um, then there's the, the points to unlock characters, which are worthless because <laughs> there are no other characters to unlock. And then there's the, there's the coins that you actually have to purchase. Uh, I have those accrued because there's nothing left for me to unlock and there's no way to unlock anything else with those unless I pay $20 to unlock a skin and then I can use those points to unlock another skin. So it's kind of fucked that's up. It's so wild it's, that that's all they have those up. to use that for. Yeah, that's huh. it. So like when he comes out, like I can, pre- if they like release the other, however many characters, I could probably unlock them all today. <laughs> if that's the only thing that they allow you to unlock them with. So when he comes out, I'll be able to unlock him tomorrow. No problem. I'm not going to pay for him. Well, I think the battle pass. Does he come with the battle pass? No, does he that does work? not. That it, it is it just a separate. separate uh, oh, okay. okay. Separate so yeah, I'll be able to unlock him um, tomorrow with no problems. I have so much shit. Like I get like 600 every level. And again, I'm on level 105. I played a That's lot wild of Apex. To me that you're that that you're that high. You yeah. are, you have been playing. <laughs> like again, I, I I got all the achievements for the game or all of the trophies. How much how much time do you estimate you've put into that so far? I've probably played every day since it's come out, at least once. Are you over a hundred hours, do you think? Uh I can't tell. I probably it's possible. Okay. It's possible. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying ballpark estimate. Yeah, probably. It's been out for it's, it's been out for a little been out over for a month. month now. Yeah, about a month, a month yeah. and a half. Uh it's, it's probably, yeah. Um Yeah, and and the last trophy is like a super rare trophy. Which you have to win a match with every single character. And it's like 0.8% of the people that have played it on PS4 have done that. And I was like, Jesus even Christ. The, even the Rock of Gibraltar? Yeah. I don't know how the fuck I did that. I must have got my ass <laughs> carried through that match because I don't remember. I think I have like two wins with him. I have no idea. But the last person was Pathfinder, the robot. And I did that today. And I was like, and then that ch- achievement popped up. I was like, really? I played way too much of this fucking game. <laughs> I would uh I would not mind winning a match. I think I think it's, I'd be man, it feels good. When I do that. It does. Like it just just winning a match in a battle royale game just feels good. Especially in a team game because like pff, look. I was playing with somebody before I could jump on here. I didn't realize what level he was, but I I knew like I can I've played so much I can tell we're going to lose <laughs> based on how the person is <laughs> based on how the person is playing. Cause they're like just kind of sitting, running around, looking at everything on the on the ground. Like I know what everything looks like. I know what I'm picking up. I know where to go to get the best shit and everything. And he's just running around. Oh, that's a that's a magazine. Okay. Oh, that's a magazine for heavy. I'm like Jesus Christ. We're not gonna, just whatever. <laughs> fuck it. My team. I'm like yo. We, he sucks. We're just gonna have to do our own thing. And sure enough, we got into a gunfight. That nigga was nowhere to be seen. We died. I'm like I'm leaving. There's no point. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really appreciate you telling everybody about our play sessions. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, it was funny because I couldn't, I, I didn't pay attention to what his level was, but then I saw him running around. I'm like, yo, I can't imagine this guy is any good. And then I paused the game to see what his level was. He was a level five. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. It's yeah. funny though, because the, because the, with that type of game, the longer you go. Like the later you get into it, the less likely you are to be successful because it's not like they do matchmaking. I don't think. As far like skill based matchmaking, no, n- not at all. I've been yeah. like so again, I'm level one hundred and five. I'll be putting getting with level threes and fours and shit, and I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, this is not going to end up. This is not going to turn out good, and you know it. It's just like okay, let's see how good I can do because 
And sometimes I try to help. Sometimes when I like the most frustrating thing for me in that game is like the most important thing in that game to me is a shield. Right. Like if you don't have a shield, you're fucked. I don't give a fuck how early it is in the game. Like if you don't have a shield, it's like you it's 100 health. Like the TT or the time to kill is really, Mm -hmm. really short in that game. If you don't have a shield, even if you do have a shield, if you have Gibraltar, it doesn't matter what the fuck you got. Every bullet is going to hit you. Doesn't matter. You could be fucking, they can fucking wanted that shit and it'll hit you curve and hit you in your face. I don't know. Whatever. I hate that cat. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there, sometimes I'm in the game and people just don't pick shields up. I'm like, my nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that's the most <laughs> basic thing to pick up. And he's this like, we're a- three minutes into the match and he doesn't have a shield. I'm like, pinging the shield is right there. He don't pick it up. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. Fine. This is what's happening to me in, in Destiny because I'm back on the comp grind because the pinnacle weapon for competitive this season is really good and I want it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, whenever I do solo queue, like I gen- like my my contribution to the team is generally going to be the same and around the same point in most matches. So if I'm on top of the leaderboard and I'm carrying the squad, like I know we're in for a bad a bad time. <laughs> like, I, like 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 I should I should not be the one. Doing the carry. Yeah, I feel that way sometimes too. I'm like, why the fuck am I? Yeah. Why am I the kill leader? This is not going to turn out good. Sometimes <laughs> it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But I'm like, I I know my I know my role. I am a support character. Like I'm not one of them niggas that just run out and just be like, fuck it. There's a firefight. I'm just going to run in because my bullets are going to miss. They just will. <laughs> but sometimes I just go on a fucking tear. But it, it's but that's not normal. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. <clears throat> I've gotten, so, uh, I've got a feel as to whether I'm going to win a match or have I have a good enough chance to win a match in that game at this point. And I've won a lot. I've won a lot of matches in the game, so I've, I'm used to it. Um, you used to it. Look at this. Yeah, guy. I am. I'm, look, <laughs> I've been playing since the first day. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love it, man. It's, it's my, it's, it is definitely they created a battle royale game for me. And, and fifty million other people. Apparently, yeah, so. that's crazy. <laughs> So uh, that is uh, that is the only topic we had this week. So we're moving to the Dense Pixels post office. Before we do, just a reminder to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. Whenever you buy anything on Amazon, big or small, you will pay the same low Amazon prices, but we get a small percentage of the sale, which does help support the podcast. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh, so post office this week, um, let us go first to Malcolm. Uh, who was in Atlanta this past weekend oh, for yeah, final rounds? He said it was lit. Uh, he did not. I, Johnny said he might be sending us an email to give us like a match report, uh, but he never did that. Uh, but he asks, "Do you feel Capcom owes us something since they have kept us in the dark as far as new season four content for Street Fighter Five is concerned?" Uh, oh, yeah. I think Capcom's given you quite a bit over the past couple months, Malcolm. That's not Street Fighter related. <laughs> I I think uh I think they're not going to do the traditional you know season pass <laughs> thing for Street Fighter anymore. I think every character now is going to be a la carte. Um because I don't know it because they know one the hardcores will get them and they can charge more for a la carte characters. And yeah, I I I just I don't know if they have a plan anymore. <laughs> I think they just are kind of winging it with Street Fighter. You know, they the Street Fighter is still the 
the final game at all these different uh, tournaments, all sponsored by Capcom. So let me ask you this then. So knowing that we typically get like a pretty long, like seven to nine year drought between numbered Street Fighter iterations, why wouldn't they have had like a five, six, seven year plan for Street Fighter five? Now, now, I mean, not one that they had to stick to concretely because shit changes and you have to be able to adjust on the fly. But I you mean, think they'd at least had a rough outline, right? I mean, if you go back, if you go back to when Street Fighter five originally was getting ready to come out, they say that their idea for Street Fighter five was to be a platform for, hmm. you know, and, and Street Fighter five will continuously bring out characters and they've done that. There's a shit ton of characters when compared to when that game first released. It's in a much better shape than it was. When did that game come out? 2016. Three years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it's in a much better place. But look, I was making fun of uh, No Man's Sky. This is the same shit. Like, it took them three years to get this game to a point where it is the most value that Street Fighter V has ever had. It, it's this is now a sixty dollar game that you could buy for twenty dollars. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, it, it, but I don't know if I think they I think they've gone through their plan, and I think I think with the introduction of Kage being a a, a, a Kage or whatever <laughs> that uh, being a being an a la carte character, I think they're I think they did that to test the waters. To see if people will actually buy and use this character. Uh, uh, apparently they are. The next uh, CPT uh, costume is him and Sagat. So uh, I think that this is their platform now. I think this is their idea now. And that they will just drip feed you new characters after new characters. Uh, one at a time. I, I, this, is, this is Street Fighter V. Like, don't expect anything fancy anymore. Don't, you know. And three seasons, I mean, that's that's quite a bit. I, I, I'd i be incredibly surprised if you saw a season four pass come out with guaranteed, uh, with another six guaranteed fighters or five guaranteed fighters. I'd be really surprised by that. So Anthony asks, this is an interesting question, and I'll answer it first because I had some time to think about it while you guys think about your answers. Uh, if you were to wake up tomorrow, and it is March 20th, 2009, so 10 years ago, knowing what you know now, what video game project would you seek out that perhaps you didn't get to experience, or whose stock would you invest in to be ahead of the curve? I'm going to take the obvious one, because um, like I said, I've been thinking about it. I would buy, I would invest heavily into CD Projekt Red uh, if it was 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I knew what I knew now. That the Witcher, that in six years, Witcher 3 was going to be one of the biggest video games uh, to exist in this console generation. Hmm. Um, what Epic. video game project? Oh, yeah. project? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there you, you go. The <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck came out in 2009, but Epic Games. 2009 was actually a pretty good year. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum came out. Uh, Borderlands came out. Bayonetta came out. Demon wow. Souls came out. Dragon Age Origins came out. Infamous came out. Just Dance came out. And and and, and, and I mean, look, say what yeah, you want about look, Just know, Dance. Now, <laughs> now, now this next one, 
this next one, feel free to scoff as loudly as you can. Prototype came out. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't Assassin's Creed Brotherhood also come out? In I think so. Oh, no, actually, that was, uh, actually, I'm sorry. I think Assassin's Creed 2 came out in 2009. Uh, yeah, I think so. And, um, wow. Yeah, Damn. because those were all those were all new IPs that came out in 2009, not sequels. Oh, okay. Oh, you're not, you're not going on sequels. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, makes I just sense. did new IPs. Um, and and lest we forget, uh, the the uh, gaming gaming's version of Citizen Kane, Fifty Cent, Blood in the Sand, <laughs> came out. Uh, I thought we were only going with new IPs, Micah. Fifty Cent yeah, Bulletproof was definitely oh, yeah, a thing. You're right. Before, you're right. Uh, before <laughs> Blood in the Sand came out, came out on PlayStation. Two? <laughs> it did, yes. God damn. God damn, oh, that nigga was shit. hot. <laughs> who, who, who among us will forget uh, the greatest contribution that 50 Cent Blood in the Sand gave us? And that is the line, grenade, motherfucker, every time you throw a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Terrence has the right answer. Epic. Yeah. I can, I can still stick with CD Projekt, but you're right. Like, I think you'd probably be. Yeah. That's like fucking investing in Apple back <laughs> in the early 80s, basically, at this point. Jesus Christ. Sell, sell your Steam stock to invest in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you have People like, you're crazy. But like, am I? Like, you'll we'll see in 10 years. Half Life <laughs> 3 is the least of their problems right now. <laughs> just, yeah. give it, just give it a decade. Uh, along these same lines, uh, if there, Gaston asks us if there's one major event that you could change in gaming history, such as Nintendo uh, reneging on their deal with Sony in the 90s, Sega's Dreamcast, blah, blah, blah. What decision would you change and how would you think that it would affect gaming now? Um, the Dreamcast. Like, I, I don't know what happened with the Dreamcast. I don't know. I know it was ahead of its time. I don't know if it wasn't marketed well. I don't know why people didn't like just really adopt that thing. But um, I would, I would want, I would want Sega in the console market. Yeah, I love my Dreamcast. Like I played that thing till the wheels fell off. (laughs) Like I, I just did. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't really think of that. Would probably be my, my answer as well. Uh, mine would be to somehow get keep Bioware from signing with EA <laughs> and have yeah. them sign with like two K, like Take Two. I think would probably be the best, the best place for them. Yeah, I mean they still end up doing microtransactions. That may be so, but at least they probably would have had more time to develop their the, game. The games they wanted, yeah, Take Two, be like, yeah. Well, so I was I so there's a there's a series of videos I've shared them in the game the Dense Pixels group before uh, that a gentleman on YouTube uh, named Ray Sevic puts out and they're these really deep dives into into games that came out many years ago and kind of looks at how they have uh, how they're looked at now and and that sort of thing and the one common thread throughout Bioware's history after Mass Effect one. And, and especially when you're looking at Mass Effect and then now to Anthem specifically, is they've had to rush those games. And imagine what those games, like those games are already very good and even great being rushed. Imagine what they could be if they were actually given the time necessary to develop. Like, like imagine what Mass Effect 3 could have been if it was on a regular development cycle for a AAA game. Yeah. 
So. So with that being said, why do I mean, is it because companies just need the resources? Yeah, I mean, that's so the pro, again, when they, we've as, talked this, about it as far as they sign, signing with them, EA, because like they just they cannibalize them. Like, look, Anthem and Apex Legends came out at the same time. Ampe, uh, yes, Apex Legends was free. Yes, um, <laughs> they were like Respawn was like, we don't want it. We legitimately just don't want to say that EA was involved in this at all. We're just going to release it. No fanfare. Well, and, so, and it's free. I know well, it's so Apex, free. It's 60 bucks. But like essentially i mean well so ape so the thing with apex um the speculation from informed not not like directly informed but people that have had experience in this industry before is they apex was probably released when it was released because battlefield 5 had lackluster sales and anthem they probably knew wasn't going to get out of the gate well because they're not stupid like they can see you know what's in front of them and they wanted to make sure that they ended the fiscal year with something that they could prop up. And they knew that Apex would be good. And, and so that's why they released it when they did. Publishers, the reason why development studios sign on with publishers um, is because, yes, they, they, they help them with financial resources. They handle production. They handle distribution. They handle marketing. These are, like marketing especially right. marketing is, is something expensive. that is I, 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 ridiculously expensive. I understand um, that, that, but it, like. They have a reputation at this point. They did. That's kind of like, yo, um, even, even can when, you please let us do what the fuck we need to do? <laughs> Stop rushing shit. I get it. You want the well, games and out. And again, if it was if it was a non-publicly traded company that they worked for, they probably would have that leeway. Or if they were Rockstar. Like, like Rockstar is the only company, the only developer that gets to write their own ticket, basically, even right. though... They, you know, have publishing agreements in place. And Rockstar, it's funny, it's weird that Rockstar does, because Rockstar could probably publish their own games if they wanted to at this point. Um, but yeah, and, and it just comes down to EA needs that revenue coming in from the game. And so that's why they can't wait for it either. Like, that's why, um, you know, if you remember, Andromeda was also supposed to come out in October 2016 and they pushed it to march 2017 and it had to come out in march 2017 because the fiscal year for ea ends in april so like you have to get that revenue coming in you can't afford to go you know another you know end your fiscal year without that expected uh money coming in for your stockholders so that's that's the biggest problem like it like if 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 you didn't have to worry about that then yeah these guys could probably have all the time in the world to make a better product. And I don't think EA wants to, and I mean, EA is not the only one that does this either, you know, but they're the ones that are the subject of the conversation right now. I don't think they want to release games that are broken or underdeveloped or have issues when they come out. Of course not. Cause that looks bad on them, but there comes a point where there's like an acceptable, you know, acceptable uh, <laughs> degree of shit that you can afford to throw out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just to recoup some of your investment. So it's all money, money, money ruins everything. Yeah, it's bullshit. But all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brandon asks, "Have you ever gotten angry at a at a time suck game?" Uh, he's been playing the recent Call of Duty remaster since it was free, and it just reminded me about how much time he wasted on that game when it first came out. I mean, I don't know if we have enough time to go through all the games. <laughs> Terrence has gotten mad at. But wait, what? Ever gotten angry at a time suck game? I yeah. mean, what does that mean? Like, time sucks, right? Yes, like 
If, so, so a game that you've invested like tens of hours or even hundreds of hours into, and then down the road, you, like you've really regretted spending that much time in that game. I guess you could say. Oh, um, no, because if I put that much time into a game, I really like it, and I wouldn't regret the time. Like, oh, that's he, not true. He, I would, I could, I can name your one. It's Borderlands Two. Oh, fuck you, yo. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a specific reason why I got fucking... I know. There's a, a specific reason why I put... How many fucking hours did I have in a motherfucking game? And I should just deleted my shit? I can't even... Why'd you bring that up, yo? <laughs> For real, yo, that shit makes me mad. I, I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up during the I Borderlands could, 3 look, conversation. It, 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 I just suppressed it into my mind. Look, I forgot all about it. Thank Fuck you, yeah, for bringing that back. <laughs> that was a lot of time that I spent, and I lost all my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, I, yo, they should have compensated me with cash. Because that doesn't make nah. any sense that I lost like 100 <laughs> plus hours of gameplay, yeah. That's fucked well, up. Nah, they'll be like, you, you got your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, deleted all my shit. Um, racing games. Just racing games in general. I don't know why I play them. I never like them. What Never. <laughs> so I refuse to buy them now. But I, it first started with Gran Turismo 2. Uh, mm. I put a lot of time into it. And then um, you see kids back in the day, um, video game consoles didn't have hard drives that could store your save game files. So you had to have little <laughs> memory cards. And uh, my sister got a hold of a memory card. and She messed it up. And I forget what she did. She like dropped it in water or something like that. And it wouldn't work anymore, and it had all my Gran Turismo 2 data on it, and I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. You know how hard it is for me to pass those license exams? <laughs> Yo, I'm no. no pain in the ass. I'm not doing You know how many marathon races that I had to sit through? Nah, yo. I'm not doing this anymore. So <laughs> that's what I regret. Racing games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, time time sucks don't bother me just because if I'm spending that much time in a game, I have to be enjoying myself. You know what I mean? I've looked back on games with regret at how much time I've spent in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my biggest shame I've talked about on the show before is the damn P-Cross games on the Nintendo Switch, <coughs> which I have invested each over 30 hours into, which blows my mind <laughs> that, that's, that that's even possible. Um... Because they're just little puzzle games, and I mean, I was you know playing them while I was doing other things, but still, it's a lot of time for fucking Pcross. Yeah. So, and I don't. And but if they put out Pcross three, I'm gonna fucking be there. I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, the last question we're gonna answer this week is from Amir, uh, who's and we'll be able to we'll be better equipped to answer this one next week. But we can speculate uh, if Google is to release a console tomorrow, and I don't know if they're releasing a console tomorrow, but they'll show it off tomorrow. Uh, what would they have to do to convince you to pick it up? Exist. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just trying to be funny. Um, But not really. Um, (laughs) They would have... Price. Price. Price is the major factor. I'll buy... I'll buy... uh, Look, I'm one of them suckers. I'm I'm what you people need, okay? I'm the early adopter. The guy that buys the, the... The... the piece of shit version of something just to buy it again when they put pro at the end of it. Okay. (laughs) But 
it would it would have to be priced just because I'm on a fixed budget now. So, and even then, I don't. Uh, the the we, we our our tax man just came back and said you owe a lot of money. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good lord! You had you you had that baby about three weeks too late, my dude. And yes, I did. <laughs> yep, I really really did. And um, and uh, so yeah, uh, price would be the the main factor, the immediate factor. Um, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm very curious to see what this thing, if it, if it happens, what it would look like. I, uh, Not for me, it right. would take offering me something that I don't already have. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, like at this point, you know, I have my home console with PS4 that has pretty much every game that I want and pretty much every other game that I want that's not on PS4 is probably on the Nintendo Switch and the Nintendo Switch is my little indie machine now at this point too. Like if I'm playing an indie game, it's probably on the Switch because for some reason it that the that, that it resonates with me more on there than it does on the big screen with the PlayStation. Um so it would have to be it would have to offer me an aspect to my gaming that I don't already currently have. And price is a factor of that as well. Like if this comes out at $400 and I don't think it will, but if it comes out at $400, ain't no fucking way right. that I'm buying it anytime soon. <laughs> But if it comes out at one fifty, then I'm just like, man. Even if I don't need it, I might end up picking it up just to, just on impulse. Because who the fuck? It's one hundred fifty dollars. Who cares? Is it is it wrong um, of me that if it comes out that low, I think it's probably going it. to be a piece of shit. I don't trust it. <laughs> I really yeah. don't. Right. That's not unfair. It really is not unfair um, to to make that assertion, especially if it's going to deliver. You know, like triple A. Triple A, you know, experiences <laughs> that you know you would uh, that you expect to see on PS4 and Xbox One, and I guess it doesn't have to be the computing monster that those consoles are because of how they're going to do it, mm-hmm. since they're going to take care of the computing on their end. Mm-hmm. Well, this um, is all streaming. Uh, uh, that's the word. That's the word. Oh, so. no, <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. No, I don't trust it. But Terrence, what if what if the controller was with the Xbox no, layout? I don't trust and ergonomically it. fantastic, and they had Apex Legends, and you could carry your account over. I don't trust just Apex streaming Apex. alone. No, my internet has to be really good for that. Your internet is really good. It you is live on the coast. It is, but it's got to be really good, and I don't trust it. There's going to be some kind of crazy. No, no, I don't. I don't trust just streaming only. The only only way I trust streaming is with movies. Not video games. Interesting. I'm very it. interested to see what this is going to be. Though. So, like, I tried that PlayStation now. No, there's too much of a delay. <laughs> Even with my pretty decent internet. Nope. Don't trust it. <laughs> so, no, nah, I wouldn't. Buy I mean, pe- pe- people say Assassin's Creed Odyssey worked really well in Chrome when they were doing that. So that's fine. It's a single player game. It's true. Streaming multiplayer games. Like, point. imagine streaming Street Fighter. Trying to oh, fight no, somebody. I would not want the to fuck out of here. Exactly. No, no. no, no. Yeah. Or uh, any kind of shooter where, like, reaction time and, like, what's on the screen and what happens on your controller is incredibly important. No. <laughs> nope. Because I would be buying it just for single-player games. Absolutely not. I'm good. Unless the Google Fiber is here or some shit like that and I get, like, uh, like a gig up and a gig down, then maybe. I don't think they're... Uh, I think they've... Have they stopped the fiber project? I feel like they've stopped the fiber project. I don't know what's going on with that. So yeah, nah, nothing. Give it to me for free to try out. 
give it to you for <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's that would be the way I would get it. <laughs> that would convince me to, to pick it up. Give it up to me. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry, I don't trust I don't trust game streaming. I just don't. I mean, if you recall, that there was one spot in time where you said the only way that you'd get a You're correct. is if they gave it to you for free. And now I feel like that if if they were to ever lower the price on that to like two fifty, yeah. you'd probably get it. Yeah. <laughs> or, I kind of want one. Or, or, or when Bayonetta three comes out, they, I, I kind of want one just for, just, for, trigger, just, so. for, uh, just because so I, I can take it with me. And again, it's your it's your indie machine, and there's a lot of indie games that I want to play, and I feel like I would play them a lot more if I had a fucking portable game system to play it on. Absolutely. Like I love Dead Cells, but it's like sometimes I just don't want to play that shit on my PlayStation Four. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't want to sit. Would... A, you don't want to sit on a couch with a control <laughs> in your hand, laid back to play Dead Cells. Yeah, you, it just feels just... like I like it. I really do, but like I would rather like have that if I'm like traveling somewhere. Yeah, yeah. God, so. the PlayStation Vita should have been successful. It could have filled all <laughs> filled all of our dreams. God damn it. So poor thing. Well, that's it for us this week. Uh, thank you for the, everyone that submitted a question. Uh, and of course, we will be back next week with that. Uh, don't forget to go to densepixels.com slash fans, uh, so that you can answer the post office question of the week just so you, and also so you can keep up with all of our, uh, all of our fans nonsense that gets posted in there every day. It's a good time. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media at densepixels. Subscribe to the show no matter what podcatcher you use. YouTube.com slash densepixels and subscribe there as well. And then if you do stream on Twitch, uh, you can find Terrence and Carrie there. Uh, Terrence's apparition 410 and Carrie is Suppet's Carrie. Uh, so that is it for us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with reactions from any news that drops at GDC and this Google machine that's coming soon. Uh, but until then, take it easy. See ya. Bye.